Greetings, travelers! Greetings, travelers, and welcome to Nocturnal New Year. Oh my gosh. I keep got... listening to myself do this on the podcast, and I'm I'm very thrilled with it, so I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> Are we going to get songs all year? We might. We might. I'm very what? musical right now. So oh, Des- Destiny better watch her back. Absolutely has not to do that at all. Destiny oh, okay. is amazing, and... Um, but this is an exciting episode, Mark. What? 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 I, this isn't just the episode that I was going to do about the cockroach that ate Cincinnati. First of all, you're going to say that, and everybody's going to want an episode about the cockroach that ate Cincinnati, <laughs> which is not a thing, but people are going to think it's a thing because you said it. No, this is our 100th episode. Oh, that's why the, the balloons and the, the ticker tape parade down the street earlier. I just thought I'd run into something. Yeah, um, I wish there was a ticker tape parade for us. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe at 200 episodes. But this is super exciting for a number of reasons. The first one is, for all of you travelers out there, our Patreon has launched. What? what? So we have a Patreon page that has a ton of amazing, cool benefits on it. It's Patreon uh, slash eerie travels but you can get all kinds of artwork you can get our books you can get special episodes with us before anyone else and live interactions there's a bunch of cool stuff there's like four levels you can sign up for so if you're a true traveler go check it out and i think for the first three months we're going to have a very special treat if you sign up, which is a bonus treat, which is going to be, you get to have a signed draft of the Erie Travels logo signed by the entire crew here. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's exciting. So you can be a true traveler and sign up and support our ridiculousness. So who all signing that? Well, not you. You're not important, but oh, okay. you know, just, no, just kidding. I think the people who are signing it are the people we have here today for this extra special episode. What? It's a surprise party. It's a surprise party. And we have here at the surprise party, the wonderful Bo Lake. Hello. Wonderful Carrie Muncie. Hello. And back by very popular demand, Callie Muncie. Hello, that's me. Hi. Yes. Yes. Hello, friends. All the animals have gathered around. We got Claudius. We got Pockets. Pockets is currently munching on a sock right now. (laughs) Well, I thought it would be really fun, since this is our 100th episode, to start off, of course, by thanking all of our travelers who've been on this journey with us. Yeah, 100 episodes. Just We're just shy of a year that we've been doing this, because the anniversary is early February, so just about a month from now. Yeah. We hit the 100 episodes because we started with just one a week and now we've been doing the two weeks. So, and sometimes more with special episodes. Yeah, special episodes. We've done three, as poor Callie and Bo have had to deal with on occasion. (laughs) Our brilliant plans. (laughs) Make more episodes. Yes. So, I thought it might be fun just to kind of uh, go over all the cool stuff from this from this year for us so far and i thought as an added bonus we could each do a listener question oh that'll be fun we could do yeah. that Ooh, reading all right yes yeah. it's fun to I, I thought we should start with some of our favorite parts of this year mark okay i'll start it off i think one of my favorite things that happened this year 
was when we did the live podcast at Megacon, right, Callie? Oh, yeah, that was really fun. That was like, that was... the show had only been going for a couple months before that. And yeah, we started in January, and this was in like March, right? Yeah, late March. And yeah. uh, we had already hit the ground running. We We had a pretty good listener base to start with. And once we hit Megacon, that was insane because we got there and we thought, because we, we stood out front of the room and there was nobody, right, Callie? And then- we Oh yeah, like, it was oh. weird. But then we went over to the side. We realized that's not the door. That's the door out. So they took us to the other side, which was the door in. And the line was like around the corner. And we thought what well, we thought it was Juan Carlos Esposito's line, right? Yeah, we were pretty sure it was for somebody like way more famous than us. <laughs> it was not though. <laughs> oh, that was all for us. And we had to call Erica to Erica. This is our line. <laughs> yeah, it was a packed room and it was such a fun energy too. Like, I, I don't know, the, the crowd was really into the story. We, we had a lot of people come up after and share stories. So if you were there, like, thank you so much. That was a really treasured memory from, you know, 2023 of Erie Travels. And we look forward to the 2024 Megacon panels, I'm sure. Yeah, I think that was like literally our first live panel and it was nuts. Yeah, that was our on, first live show. Yeah, and they moved Megacon to the end of January. So we'll be doing a new one in just a few weeks, which is crazy. Which is oh, exciting because I think, I'm not sure if Callie will get to join us, but I know Bo might be coming to join us for that I one. am coming. Yes, I think the main reason Bo wants to come tragically involves Tom Hiddleston, but other than that, <laughs> second, second to that will be Eerie Travels. <laughs> no, no, it was Eerie Travels first, Tom Hiddleston second. Okay. Priorities. We get it. <laughs> Callie's, Callie and I are going for Danny Trejo, so. Oh, well, I love Danny Trejo. I'm yep. going for Felicia Day. There. Oh, I'm going for Felicia Day too, Callie. We can go up there together. Absolutely. You know, I've I've met Will Wheaton. Now I got to meet Felicia Day. It's essential. No, no, no offense, Machete. I love you very much. Yeah, let's not let's not offend him. He terrifies me a little bit. Um. Okay. With that, that was a lot of fun. What about you, Callie? What was one of your favorites? Oh man, I mean, it's hard to pick just one. I, I think honestly, one of my favorites was just the responses that we got like really early on you know especially after like the Mandela effect episode I, I know we still get listeners talking about different Mandela effect things and like you know I, I even had a moment of that with um my my partner recently uh you know we were talking about the menu and he was talking about how much he loved Anya Taylor-Joy and I was like you mean Anna Taylor-Joy right and so then I was oh, looking no. online and I was like I swear everything I've seen her in, it says Anna, not Anya. And and like now I'm like kind of confused and I'm having to like dig through Reddits. And even in the Mandela Effect Reddit, there are already threads of people talking about this exact same thing. And I'm like, maybe I'm not crazy. Maybe I'm from a different universe where she is Anna Taylor-Joy. Or maybe, and that this is my partner's theory, I can't read good and that is fair <laughs> but i was just I gonna say Callie, can you just not world. read good like i mean the sure english degree <laughs> i i paid for this i definitely can read this language don't fact check me i promise <laughs> oh the mandela effects we got a few more that we've gotten in emails after we did the episode and oh some, yeah i feel like 
every episode after that one we were still getting more mandela effect stuff and that was yeah. just wild we got some recent some older we had a couple christmas ones come in we'll yeah, have to do another mandela effect episode going further down the rabbit hole of the man yeah because there was effect. there was a bunch Absolutely. and now i'm scared my brain started. is going to be broken afterward though oh no That's one fair. of the emails i got was telling me that uh the Mandela effect, what you know, where we splintered the worlds by turning on the Hadron Collider, wasn't that. It was that we ended the world when we turned on the Hadron Collider, and now we're all in hell. And that only is the only explanation for the last five years. Oh, um, uh, yeah, that might yeah, be it. That's fair. I prefer yeah. the theory that it's Harambe. Harambe <laughs> died. Everything went downhill since then. We have too many <laughs> animals to be in hell. Well, I did just show you the South Park Christmas special with the with the critters. God so uh, no no one should watch that <laughs> critter christmas the critter the christmas forest friends yeah. that is so, so good oh okay. my gosh. how we want our okay erica erica what was your favorite first year experience well i love meeting our travelers live that's probably one of the best experiences i have i love having a safe place at conventions for our travelers that have other abilities and stuff like that. And sometimes you just need a safe space to come to. So meeting our, our travelers, um, a couple highlights for me. I, I have to give a shout out to X X is freaking me out. And I, I feel like they're stalking us in a way. So that's a whole oh, thing man. for a later yeah. episode, but the fact that they knew about a conversation me and you had not recorded behind a tent at Mothman, it was just, that's been uh, weird, but I have to say, having our listeners share stories that freak me out all the time. Yeah, <laughs> there have been some fun ones. There have the, been some fun ones. Those are what highlights. have I told y'all about <laughs> my dad? He attracts the weird shit, the weird, creepy things. The, the spirits haunt him. They're going to stick around with him. Feel like X is part of that. You know, like that's just the Mark Muncy magic, if you will. Yes, I agree with you. And Callie, have you been keeping up with the fact that your dad's um, office mate there, uh, not Carrie, I'm talking about the other one that's non-corporeal that keeps throwing <laughs> books around the house? You know, I'm I'm really glad that you mentioned that because yes, I have. And yeah, that tracks. You know, it's crazy, dad. North Carolina so far, I don't think I'm going to be able to visit anytime oh. soon. It's crazy. That's wild. Up in that room. Yeah, I'm gonna gift you guys some salt, probably. No reason. Just seems like you need it for cooking, probably. <laughs> well, oh. Callie, you can come stay with me. I'm reasonably close, but do not have inhabitants the way your dad does. So you can come that you know here. of. I'm just gonna have Carrie in every room with me to be the ghost repellent. Carrie's not ghost repellent. It's not working anymore. No. <laughs> Carrie. Damn it, what? Carrie. What was your experiences this year with Erie Travels <laughs> on that I note? Think, uh, my favorite episodes actually involved a location, which is the Erica Mountain Home when we gathered on the porch, in particular, mm. the Ruru episode with special guests. <laughs> uh, I think that one was a classic. The Ruru, the Ruru yes. episode. <laughs> Shout out to Val Willis here for the yeah. Ruru episode and the. Um, sexually transmitted curses yes, yes. <laughs> yeah that was a fun one to edit <laughs> yes. yeah i want to give a couple shout outs to a couple fans bo uh, hasn't gone yet so oh yeah sorry sorry go bo sorry 
Okay, Mark. I think my favorite thing about the podcast is always Mark's sign-offs for every episode. I swear he thinks of them in advance, but then uh, there's no way because it's always episode specific and he just like rolls with it. And I wish I could think on the fly like that. Otherwise, I think it's been interesting how I've slowly made my way to be a part of this podcast like I I guested and then I got to co-host in Indianapolis really randomly and then here we are now a year later persistence pays off that's all I'm gonna say (laughs) (laughs) okay you just made yourself sound like a stalker I am I'm gonna say okay maybe I've been sending weird emails this whole time no what That would actually not still make sense because you weren't with us at Mothman, but you will be this next year. Yeah, maybe I was at Mothman and I didn't tell anybody about it. You know how when they spell like Bo in French, there's an X? Oh, there's not an X in your name. Oh. (laughs) If my Cali math is correct, and it often is, um, I think you might be on to something. (laughs) <laughs> We're onto something. Vote sus. Vote sus. Mm-hmm. Are we voting? Vote Bo sus. <laughs> Guys, you sound like my you. children. We're just going to get an email when you say stuff like this. That's all that's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe X will say something nice about me in the email. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's going to be like, that's a crazy theory. It can't be Bo anyway. <laughs> no, but there, there are two people I want to shout out very much. And that is uh, Jake, yeah, our good is. fan, Jake, who comments on every single episode on YouTube. Yay, has Jake. not missed one yet. Then did show up at the Bartow Comic Con to say hi. And has already said that they are looking forward to seeing us at Sci-Fi Bartow, which I'll be at in uh, mid-February. But you guys will be up here at Mad Monster that week. Yeah. So. We're yeah. going to be um, hanging with uh, your favorite celebs. Mark. I know Dennis O'Hare is going to be there. Yeah, my love, your boyfriend. Afraid so, afraid so. Uh, but then gotta get him that coffee, Dad. I gotta get him a coffee. That's you know, that's. Oh that's... no, I'm going to bring him a coffee and say Mark's sad he couldn't see you. Trust me, I'm going to put this thing forward. Right. Thank you, Erica. Uh, but, but then the uh, the other fan I want to thank is Chris from Adulting Axolotl, uh, who has made us a couple things. That have gone on to become bestsellers for him. And that's his May Cocaine Bear Destroy This House Last. And May Mothman Bless This House. Uh, no, it's May Mothman things. warn you of infrastructure failures first. Critical <laughs> infrastructure failures. So. Yes. Because Mothman is not a piece of cake. He is here to warn us about critical infrastructure failures. Yes. Now, the only one we, he hasn't done is Bigfoot incest. So I'm waiting on that one. Well, <laughs> it's either that or STC or sexually or transmitted curses from the Rougarou. There's a couple of them out there. Adulting. Just keep that in mind. We're going to see you some more more inspirational stuff. So just keep listening. I'm sure he said he'll have that at Megacon. He'll have a bunch of those at Megacon. Oh, that'll be really exciting. I'm going to ask this. uh, What surprised you, Mark, so far this year with our Erie Travels journey? I think what surprised me the most was how many overseas letters and emails we've been getting. I knew I had a small pocket of fans over in the UK because of a couple of shows I'd done over there. 
but I did not know that it spread as far as we, we spread all over the world. And we've gotten emails from what? The Czech Republic. We got emails from those guys in Norway that wanted us to check out a couple legends up there that I've been researching since then. And then we had one from uh, the Philippines, I think. It's just that has been flipping me out that we've been getting so much overseas stuff. And that's just made me happy as can be. I'll have to say what surprised me was how quickly we got listener feedback because our travelers sending us stuff, not only from overseas, but locally and how engaged everyone is who listens to this podcast. We love it. And as you see, if you want to stay anonymous, we keep you anonymous. So don't forget to send your stories and your questions because we love them. And they give us lots of cool ideas of things to research and look into for everyone which is exciting. Okay. What about guests? What are some of your favorite guest moments? I'm going to start with Bo. What's some of your favorite guest moments, Bo? I love when we have a guest on and then they make it clear that they've been like a fanboy of eerie travels. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like like being like, Oh, I listen to this all the time. And we're like, that's awesome. Stacy Brown, we're looking at you. Yes, Stacy Brown <laughs> driving around in his Uber, listening, and then making no. all of his uh, rides listen to it too. Stacy no. Brown's gonna get us so many uh, listeners. Yeah, that's why we have this huge following in the Panhandle now. So <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then um, Phyllis, when she was on, one thing that we didn't get to share with everybody is we had a, a surprise guest on that guest episode where when we were talking to her and she was talking about one of the experiences she had clear as day on our recording, but it wasn't part of the live right after she talks about that. You hear somebody say hello. Yeah. We got, we had a couple EVPs. Yeah. I just gave myself goosebumps. I just know myself. We were in between producers at that point and I was editing that one. And I was like, what, what, what is that? I knew it had to be you. Yeah. yeah. Every time. Yeah. Because I knew Mark was the one doing it. They're yeah, like, exactly. oh, Mark's listening. The ghost. Gotta know. say hey. I'll have to pull up those files at some point and just uh, just do the EVPs. We'll play them back next time we have Phyllis on so she can respond to them because they were talking to her. No, I agree. What about you, Bo? I already went. Oh, you did it's go. Well, I freaked myself out so badly with that, <laughs> that question. Carrie's got one. Well, my favorite was Chrislyn from Wonder House, just because she's one of my favorite people. And that house, if you have not listened to that episode and clicked on the link to that house, you got to look at that house. That house looks like something out of some weird gothic horror story or something. I actually did after our last episode because it came up in an interview with a guest and i looked it up and i was like it does look like a haunted house it looks very spooky yeah robert robinson we did our interview with him just a couple weeks ago that was the one place he wants to investigate it's like oh we've been there we we know the owner it reminds me of like the winchester house like it has those same kind of vibes same vibes you gotta warn me anytime you say the name robert you just oh, freaked that's... me out, man. <laughs> okay, so so not that Robert. Not that Robert, Callie. Oh what about Sorry. you, Callie? I mean, definitely Robert the doll. Yeah, he's the spookiest thing for me. I I know that that much is for sure. He yeah. He, no, he's a great, wonderful boy. I love him. He is a so wonderful much. boy. We had a guest on who was in the documentary 
for not the documentary. The, I was uh, like, was it Mark? No, 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 no yeah, it was. she was. She was in the same documentary as me. She played. Yeah. She did the reenactments. Uh, Sarah French, and I know. Yeah, you nominated her for Queen Halloween, I believe. Yeah, yes. we love her. She was awesome. She was awesome. Okay, Mark, what about you? I really enjoyed finally getting. I mean, I know them well, but it was actually having them on the show was very cool. So many of these guests we've had. I really enjoyed Jerry Pauly from Hillbilly Horror yes. Stories. But I got to say, the the funnest time I had, because it was like visiting old friends, was Jay and Chris the Girl. Tampa Jay and Chris the Girl. They were incredible talking about all their Halloween stuff that they had done and all that. Uh, you know, it, it, all they do is travel. So it was cool to talk to fellow travelers that are even more. But they were more along the just enjoying the place and the history behind the place. They like the paranormal stuff too, but it's uh they were having too much fun with it and it was really a joy to talk to them. I appreciate Jay checking out all the haunted houses cuz we are so going to more places next year. Yeah, and he's good for Erica cuz Erica doesn't punch people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, apparently he wants to involve handcuffs or something. I don't know. It's yeah, it was... got really kinky. <laughs> Weird. I was, was going to say that does it. sound really kinky. <laughs> yeah. It, it's fine it's totally fine oh my gosh sorry i got freaked out by robert but i think my real answer is i just really liked our hellview episode i I really liked getting to talk with beth about stuff that like you know i mean Beth's my sister so it was nice to be able to talk about stuff where i'm like yeah we did both live in this house as a kid and like we these are things that we experienced and it's nice to not be alone in that element you know absolutely and i think we need to have a hellview part two because there's a couple other things that came up with some people that were on the show that I think wasn't weren't talked about in your Hellview episode. So I think we just need to talk about growing up Muncie. Because we had uh, Sally uh, came on to oh, talk. Oh, yeah. She was also a Hellview alumni. And she also was, you know, what, Callie, you're like nanny for forever? Yeah, I mean, she and uh, her wife, Lisa, babysat me and my sister for a long time. Like, Beth and I were both at her wedding. I, I mean, she was just really wonderful and super helpful growing up and she she knows tons about like werewolves and stuff and you know different like native american ghosts and stuff like doing her heritage like she's just really cool and super smart and i love sally i i'm glad she came on the episode because that was just a delight we're gonna have to have her back because we only scratched so the amazing. surface with her but Oh, yeah. And that's the other thing. Now that we've had these guests on, I've gotten a lot more guests reach out to me that want to be on. So we're we're scheduling ahead, gang. So that's a plus. You know, we don't have to fight for guests and they're fighting for us. That's nice. You're not quite fighting, but I love your gladiatorial analogy there, Mark. (laughs) Um, But I'm thinking we should probably take a quick break in our 100th episode and when we come back i think we should all do a listener question i agree to honor our travelers so let's do that and we will be right back with eerie travels greetings travelers now available on audible and other audiobook platforms eerie appalachia Join us, won't you, as we discuss creatures like the Popelik Monster, the White Fangs, the Snallygaster, the Wampus Cat, the Lizard Man of Skateboard Swamp, Bunny Man Bridge, and the Ohio Grassman. 
All these creatures and more await you if you dare listen to Eerie Appalachia, presented by Mark Muncie, History Press, and Four Horsemen Publishing. Destiny Beard, the lyrical soprano who will haunt your dreams. With her alluring melodies and intricate harmonies, this dark siren of wistful song shall capture your soul and lead you into the night. Check out Destiny's new single, The Haunting Is Over, with international musicians Sam Haynes and Gary Bennett, as well as her other musical works at destinybeard.com. We're back. We are back, and it's time for all of us to do listener questions. Woohoo! Who wants to go first? Uh, I think Mark does. All right, all right. Yeah, I'll start it off. Mark is nominated. So, all right, because this one says, Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi. Oh, hi, Mark, Erica, and other travelers. I just, I just, wow, the first Mark. part. Yay, Kelly yeah, so and I are other. Yay. <laughs> You guys are other travelers. Woohoo. So, all right. But all the other travelers who are listening, I'm assuming with that too. So everybody say hi. 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 All right. well, what would be the most terrifying message we could get from space? Since some governments admit aliens are real. Sorry, the English is not my first language. Love from Portugal. Roll. Hi, Roll or Raul. Hi, I don't Raul. know. I'm hoping I pronounce that right. Thank you. And again, I love getting emails from Portugal. That's great. So what would be the most terrifying message we can get from space? I would have to go to the classic film and it just comes from the planet Mars over and over again. And they go, we checked and double checked. And the message is Mars needs women. That would be the most horrifying thing I think we could get. I, I think that the most horrifying thing would was what Douglas Adams said, which is they're making room for a hyperspace bypass, so Earth is gone. <laughs> I was thinking this other one, whereas the final message from God, which was, we apologize for the inconvenience. I thought that was pretty good, too. That's a so. good one. What do you think, Bo? What would be the I most terrifying message? For some reason, the first thing that came to mind was just, stop it. Because who knows what that means? <laughs> Are we doing something wrong? Are what they gonna do something to us? Who knows? Everything. everything. <laughs> Stop everything. <laughs> All right, Callie, what do you think? I mean, personally, for me, I'd say it's probably take me to your leader, because then that's a whole argument now, who that we is all gotta that? have. Yeah. yeah, as a society. Yeah. Then it's take like, them oh, to Taylor <laughs> Swift. I was that was <laughs> my oh, I was like. Take us to T-Swift. That's where Dolly we can Barton. Dolly Parton in Take our area. Take us to Mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. I, I figured it would be, uh, you know, the Reapers are coming. So. <laughs> no, I know how to deal with that one. <laughs> oh, that's true. You and you and Erica are, are master film chefs. So. I'm in yeah. the throes of my Mass Effect 3 replay right now. The annual one. I love nice. that. Callie, you get to go next. Oh, yay, reading. Hello. I woke up from what you could say would be a nightmare, or maybe an experience. I believe I was visited by my own version of a hellhound. Ooh. I wanted to try and run, yet if I did it, it would be chasing me. 
Eventually, the stare down ended with it licking my hands and saying I was free to go for now, yet I still had a foreboding feeling something else was waiting for me to turn around. I'm unsure of what it wanted or why it had shown up. Was hoping you may have some answers. Love the show. Johnny. Well, Johnny, you freaked me out, so I don't know how <laughs> I, I just, can help I you. I keep but... thinking about that urban legend about like someone being in her house and like her putting her hands down to pet her dog and the dog licks her. And the next day she gets a note that's like, people can lick too. It's all I can think about right now. Oh no. But why the hell did you just take this already very creepy <laughs> listener story and make it even more creepy? That's what I, I do. Like <laughs> uh, Johnny, I would sell your house personally. <laughs> I think that's the most natural response. Or um, never dream again. <laughs> Dad, what's your, what's your opinion? Oh, man. Well, Carrie, do you have an opinion on this one? No. No, just an open out. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. I would say, you know, like I said, you could be a nightmare, could have been an experience. We have had a lot of people asking me about hellhounds at a couple of personal appearances. Somebody said, I think I saw a hellhound. Now, before it was, you know, black dog or snarly yow, or sometimes they were red dogs or white things. But this rash of hellhound sightings, I'm wondering if this is another group thing thing like uh we had dr samion saying you know like a tulpa where everybody's manifesting a hellhound this could be our fear monger friend that you know just you know you're afraid of this thing but i've had people tell me about where they've encountered some beast that smells of sulfur and looks like a big dog and i would go with you know i mean that's what you might have encountered so usually a big sulfurous beast for me is just taco bell on a tuesday but... exactly exactly so <laughs> i would say typical protection stuff to help but if it didn't attack you i mean it seems kind of nice like it's telling them not to turn around and licking their hands maybe it was protecting them from something awful say go with the good omens version where once you name the hellhound it's yours and it becomes what you name it so if you name it killer it becomes a killer if you you know name it the beast it becomes a beast but if you call it dog then so it's a dog. a dog in dreams tends to mean protection or as a warning mm. so there might be some thought i mean the hellhound part i mean i'm assuming that means it was big and scary and in your dream was surrounded by fire johnny i'm not sure yeah. how one distinguishes between a giant dog and a hellhound besides atmosphere <laughs> the vibes the vibes but it might be foreboding maybe take a look at what's coming up or decisions you're making and proceed with caution because it could be something having to do with that could also just be a, like a ghost dog true yeah. maybe if you had like dogs in the past this could be like a version of your old dog trying to warn you about something yeah, yeah. i don't know either way sell the house personally <laughs> the erica version of everything <laughs> and uh, we can point it to some good realtors. And, uh, <laughs> and as we've been discussing for looking for sponsors, if uh, if a realtor would like to sponsor us. For... <laughs> or willing to sell a haunted property, reach out to us. Let us yeah, know. I'd love um, a realtor that could guarantee me a ghost-free house like they had on that one Nathan for You episode. That would be great. Uh, that'd be good. 
not on ley lines either so none can show up because it might presently be not haunted but all it would take would be your dad visiting and then change Change. oh man do i got stories for that <laughs> oh, i have the muncie clan back on okay Bo, it's over to you my friend my grandma is telling us stories we never heard now that she's in her late 80s and has dementia she's been saying her mother could cast spells specifically one about a stranger coming for salt and also running a nail into a tree for your enemy she grew up in west virginia which you all seem to know a lot about just curious if you all have ever heard of this. Ashley. Well, hello, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Yes, we have heard of this. <laughs> I grew up in West Virginia, so yeah, that's why I know a lot about it. And um, now when folks get older and dementia is a thing, they sometimes revert to earlier days. And they remember things from when they were a, ch a child that they'd blocked out. Now, some of this can, you know, people will say is, oh, they're remembering dreams they had because we have trouble remembering dreams a day or two after, and it's tough to determine what was real, what was a dream, especially when you were a child. So that's why some people say you can't go by those early childhood dreams of seeing ghosts and seeing imaginary friends and invisible friends, as we like to call them, because, oh, that's just, you know, your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and not. I think it does. And I would not be surprised if your mother knew how to do some old backwoods Appalachian witch magic, they would come and look for nails to put into trees for your enemy and looking for special salt, not just salt you go buy down in the corner. This is rock salt that was dug up, you know, usually on a property and, and blessed and stuff like that. The one plus is when they do get into this state, you are visiting them in a new era. So, you know, visit them, listen to their stories, you know, copy them down, record them if you can, because you're not going to have long and these stories are going to disappear. Uh, sometimes with dementia, they say some things that are hurtful. They say some things that is the disease and not the person, but enjoy those times. You're getting a piece of a history there that's coming back to you. And uh, I did that with my mom quite a bit when she was going through this and that helped a ton. And then my grandmother before that and all that. So yeah, it's rough. I'm sorry you're going through that. But also there are pluses if you look for them. I definitely agree. I mean, you guys know, like my stepdad, he had dementia back in January of 22. And that, that's when he passed, uh, was in May. Um, so it progressed pretty quickly. But there were a few times where like, he was definitely remembering things that were, I, I will say, strange. I, I think one of the stories that he talked about was like, one of his ex-wives, her dad had passed, but he knew her dad before he had passed. And he was telling a story about how, because like, he had thought that my mom was one of his ex-wives, like when she was in the room. And he said something about, I forgot to tell you, I saw your dad the other day. And we were like, oh, you did? Like, tell us about him. And he was like, well, he was in the living room the other day. And I know we went to his funeral yesterday. But it was weird that he was there and he was in his bathrobe that he wore. And I had a full conversation with him. And now, like, I, I don't know if that was something that, like, really happened with Roy or something like maybe he just never talked about. But it was definitely interesting. He also briefly uh, met my my partner who he hadn't met. And unfortunately, he wasn't able to meet him, you know, until after he had dementia. But he did tell me that he was a sweet guy and that he wished that he wasn't on the run from the law. 
but he knew it wasn't his fault. And I always appreciated that for Roy, you know, he <laughs> acknowledged that whatever, whatever it was that Ben was doing with the FBI, it wasn't his fault. That was, that was the one thing my mom did say at one point when all the kids were around from my brother's family and our family was that she hopes they all make enough money to keep Callie and Adam out of jail. And that's probably safe. <laughs> the two, my nephew I mean, Adam and Callie. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice sentiment. Yeah. I, I think at one point we visited Granny and she was telling us about this like CSI episode and like she had merged it with the commercial that she had watched, you know, like the, the one with the guy standing in the cranberry bog and like they yes. had done a murder or something. It they, was they were, they were, way better were, than the episode, murder. honestly. It was like she'd been watching USA Network all day and it was yeah. like the show had been one murder mystery that uh, was tied in with these cranberry guys in between. Oh yeah, it was so wild. Oh yeah. my god, I love all Miss of you, them. mom. Miss your mom. Love you, Granny. Yeah. All right. Oh, Carrie, the next one's for you. Oh my. Greetings, travelers. I have a question about the Yeti. Since most alleged sightings say it is reddish brown, why does pop culture portray it as white? I actually didn't learn about this until recently. And this is from William. Thank you, William. I guess a lot of people portray it as white because it's usually in a snowy region and that's considered more camouflagey. Like a lot of creatures you see up there, like white Arctic foxes, polar bears, like that you see in more snow terrain. But yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be white. No, I think that kind of goes with the Arctic fox where sometimes it changes its fur color as the year so, like goes in on. Spring, it might maybe not. the maybe the Yeti does the same thing, like it's reddish brown in the spring and summer, then it goes to white in like November. Depending on you know the area it's at, but honestly, I think that comes from the term "abominable snowman." When that came around in the fifties, suddenly you know when you say snowman, what are the newspapers, Ripley's Believe It or Not, and all that going to portray it as? But white, because it's a snowman, and it doesn't help that the most famous of all, the Bumble, came out right after that, and he was white. So before that, though, most of the stories say they were red or br- reddish brown. So I think it was just the timing. It's like Mothman being more moth-like. I think if you go by the original descriptions, he's much more bat-like and bat-squatch. But then because the newspaper dubbed him Mothman because they couldn't call him Batman, suddenly he's, you know, he's a moth. And I think that's what happened with the Bommel Snowman. So that's interesting. We'll have to talk to the guys at the uh, uh, Bigfoot Museum. I'm sure they have some comments about that. You know, what's interesting is there was a a photo on, I think, National Geographic or it might be the Parks Department. So if it's the Parks Department, we love your humor. Do not, you know, but it's a picture of a buffalo. And this buffalo, I it's you learn something. Everybody's going to learn something as and I promise I'm going to get to my point about this that goes along with this. But do you know buffaloes will walk into the storms? Because they know yeah. it's the easiest way to get to the other side is to walk through the storm, right? And they'll be completely covered in snow, just hanging from them and ice. And I'm willing to bet that this is true with Sasquatch and other things like that, where it can appear to be white. Like you would look at this buffalo and go, that's a white buffalo. But it's not a white buffalo. It's a giant buffalo covered in snow, Right. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering if some of these yetis, because yeti is just another word for Sasquatch, right? Yep. That's just another term regional and another variant. regional variant, we think. Although some people say, oh, it's only got three toes or four toes. And I'm like, well, that's the skunk ape. 
And uh, as we discussed, Bigfoot incest. Sometimes they get the uh, the less toes. So. Okay. You were going to bring Bigfoot incest back into this, weren't you? I'm, I'm owning it now. That, we got so, we started that, so we're in it. So. I have to tell a funny story about another one of the friends of the show, which is my friend Brandy, went to visit her parents, whom I love to death. Hi, mom, dad. And she decided to share Eerie Travels, which they listen to all the time now. So yay, travelers. But the episode she decided to share with them was the one where we talk about Bigfoot incest. And literally <laughs> her dad was like, what did Erica just say? <laughs> Not my sweet Erica. Why would she say that? Yes. <laughs> I just love that that was the first time we got banned from Facebook. Yeah. Instagram was because a fan had made a render of the band Bigfoot incest. We're going to have to work on making those pictures. Just saying. Yep. Just yep, saying. Okay. Things are going to have to be on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Harry, you you want to see some couch. explicit Bigfoot incest pictures? <laughs> Patreon.com slash Eerie Travels. Okay. That's, that's not accurate. How that's look like. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag just kidding. No. <laughs> you know I don't know what's going to end up on there. We'll see. Do you know how many people are going to send us things going, I was looking for the Bigfoot incest, not in there. There's none. I want my dollar back. Okay. There's a very racist accent there, Erica. So I, I do not approve. So <laughs> you don't have that accent, Mark. I and do when I'm up fairness, there long enough. I don't think Bigfoots have that accent either. To be fair, we don't know what accent Bigfoot has. In my mind, he's French. <laughs> <laughs> he has a little beret. I'm French. Yes, <laughs> le Bigfoot, le Sasquan. <laughs> oh my <God>. Sorry. <laughs> right now stacy brown is shaking his head at you Callie. so are the entire country of france i would explain all the cajun bigfoot you know and and the room oh my god french okay. were already mad at me i failed that class a lot <laughs> i'm not good at french i know omelette du fromage that works. Yeah. I think that's I what know. everyone knows in French. Just I know that. how to say sit down now, say vous. Ooh, that was I, impressive. I can yeah. sing the French national anthem, but that was the only thing I was ever ever got. Do it. No, do it. Okay, I'm gonna read the last listener question. <laughs> all right, all right. Last all one right. for the hundredth episode. Erica, bring us out on a strong note here. Probably not. Okay, let's see. Okay. Two weeks ago, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning to check my phone for messages. I already don't like the direction this is going. Okay. When I got back into bed, this thing got up and moved. Nope. Nope. It was yes, transparent. Yeah, this is bad. It was transparent with little colors in it. It was a human form. What could it have been, Randy? Well, Randy, <laughs> burn the house down. I have a lot of questions for Randy. Like, was the human shape also in the bed? Do other people live with Randy? Was it just like Randy's like partner covered so, in glitter? I think um, I I think Randy would have known if it was their partner covered in yeah, glitter. Or pet. <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't think you have a transparent pet like a. But it's human formed. It this is in human form. In human form, and it moved across the floor. It doesn't say how it moved. So this is a very 
basic well, questions. I have a lot of other follow-up questions for this, Randy. I do too, but what I'm getting from this, if I'm reading it correctly, is he got into bed and this thing got out of the bed. Yeah. At three in the morning, he woke up for his phone to check messages. And when he got back into bed, this thing was in the bed, yes, and got up and moved. Yep, that is exactly what you're you're right. And it was in human form. Hmm. Transparent human form, 3 a.m. Well, 3 a.m. is a common theme, as we know. That's when the veil is thin. Uh, it's called Soul's Midnight. Isn't it the witching hour? Isn't that the a witching hour? Sometimes the hour of the wolf, police call it because it's when most crimes occur. The hours from 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. And that was big with the um, the Warrens were big on 315. It was called Soul's Midnight for some reason that they said they knew, but never really published. Well, wow. I can go one of two directions with this. There is the Fae. Hmm. Which I mean, that's not the, main... the the colors, because it's not like it was a shadow person. That's exactly what I was thinking, but yeah, transparent with colors in it. The shadow people tend to be black, and everybody discusses how black they are and how dark they are and how shadowy they are. So this was transparent, so almost predator-like, it sounds like, with colors Oh, no, in it. it was predator. <laughs> well, here's where I was going before you guys go completely into our Naro Schwarzenegger movie, was... I kind of wonder if this was somebody he knows that was just there with him. Yeah, like a guardian spirit or protector yeah, spirit. Like a familial person. Because mm. it doesn't seem harm. Like, this is creepy, but it doesn't seem harm. It Please, didn't spider walk up the wall and try to, like, jump at him. Yeah. It just was like, oh, this is your bed? Bye. Maybe mm -hmm. it just needed a place to stop to be warm yeah. for a second. When he came back, it was like, okay, I'm moving on. Yeah. Under the blankets. Yeah. Uh, it, it, was it under the blanket? Was it on the blanket? Was it? Randy, uh, we need clarification. Send us more yeah. info. So I will send a follow-up email, Randy, and ask for, for more info so we can talk about it on a future episode. But I'm assuming either there was some light from their phone or a light or it glowed because usually you have difficulty seeing color in the dark. So that's kind of a question I have. We've got a lot of follow-up questions here, Randy, from all yeah. of us here at Erie Travels. But, but that was cool. But that's what we love about these questions is they tend to open more doors than they close. Wow. What a question. Thank you, Randy. Yeah. And with that, I think we need to draw our 100th episode to a close. So we've got the new Patreon just launched. Yep. Uh, Patreon.com slash Erie Travels. And you can get all the details there. There will be a link in the notes. I want to thank everybody for showing up for our 100th episode surprise party. Yay! So, yeah. So Carrie came and Bo is here and Callie came back and Callie brought pockets. And he brought a sock. That's good. That's good. So we appreciate that. So, oh my gosh, gang. So does anybody have any last words that they want to say before I wrap it up? Oh, I, just I mean, I hyped up your outro, so this better be a really good one. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was outro hype, but I was going to say thank you, travelers, for being with us on this journey. And we're looking forward to the next 100 great episodes from, for, from us, for, from us with you okay i just together words and they were kind of together and that's all i'm going to say Callie, you got any last words keep haunting keep spooking 
don't take Robert's name in vain. Hey, if there's a ghost in your house, burn it down. Find a new one. <laughs> nothing wrong Bye-bye. with any of those. Nothing wrong with any of those. <laughs> Carrie, do you have anything you want to say to the, the travelers? Just thanks for being here with us. Mark, you got to take us out of here. Your Bo's built it, up your outro. It better be really good. Oh. It better be so good. Well, we've gone through 100 episodes and we had questions today that were some of our best yet. I am going to say when you do get up at 3 a.m. and you do come back to bed, be sure you look for something uh, invisible and colorful. Uh, Make sure you pet the hellhound beside your bed and we will see you on the other side.